Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem, and for the next couple of hours, we're going to be talking about cars, and you're welcome to join us. It's this simple. Just give us a call at 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This is how it's worked for 20 years is the first segment or the first segment and a half is usually slow, but everybody calls in in the last 40 minutes. So don't be one of those that calls in in the last 40 If you have a car question, or maybe last night at the dinner table, your husband and you were arguing about something, or your wife and you was arguing about something, and um, I can bring a little clarity to the argument and certainly fall on one side or the other, just depending on the amount of money that you're willing to spend. 602-508-0960. If you're into the social media stuff, Facebook, Instagram, we have Salem Boys Auto and Salem Performance. We've got lots of pictures there. And it's pictures of parts that we took off that were broken, not working, and the new part, side by side. So if you have an old motor mount that's broken in your right hand or on the workbench to your right, and on the left is a brand new one, you can clearly see what a broken motor mount looks like. You can look and see what a leaking heater core looks like. You can see lots of parts, but what we do at the shop is is the technicians are responsible for, they've got the old part off, but before they put the new part on, they just set them side by side. We have a company camera, take a picture of it, and then my daughter Andy ultimately writes the story behind it. So if you want to see car stuff, we're not here to sell you. We're not here to, to do anything other than help educate you. And we've created this interesting website or this account in Facebook and Instagram where we talk about cars. It's not about us. It's about you and your car problems. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of On the Hood is brought to you by Blackwell Automotive. He's up at 40th and Greenway, north of Greenway on the west side of the road. He's been around a very long time, for at least 20 or 25 years. Tom works on all kinds of cars. He likes to work on hot rods, but he understands that there's more to it than just the hot rod, because that can dominate your time. So in order to have a balance between customers and their needs, and then hot rods that may or may not be in your shop for the next six months, it's a matter of back and forth. But Tom's a good guy. He knows right from wrong. He has a good staff. And he's a good fabricator, so not too long ago there was a guy with some running board brackets that weren't available, and Tom was able to manufacture one for him. And so and it actually performed a whole lot better than the one that came with the running boards, but he's a pretty good guy. Tom Blackwell, 40th Street and Greenway, just north of that. I had an email call this week, an email this week, I should say, and the gentleman had... Uh, he had a problem with his uh, tire pressure monitoring system, and they call that TPMS, and he said intermittently it would come on. Then he had a problem where he had only hot air coming out of the vents, and he had a light on his uh, climate controls blinking, and I think he said it was the air conditioning light. 
Then he had a seat belt that was stuck. And what he wanted was, is he wanted somebody who already knew how to fix the TPMS and how to fix the blinking light and the warm air. And my answer to him was, what you're wanting to do is shortcut the diagnostic process. And you're not likely to find any of us old guys that are going to raise our hands and be able to tell you just by your description. And and he used a really important word. It was called intermittent. So intermittently, the TPMS light would come on in the dash. And by the way, it's yellow, which means caution. It doesn't mean stop. It doesn't mean call a tow truck. Yellow means caution. Red means stop right now. So he has an intermittent TPMS problem. He has this intermittent climate control problem. And according to him, he's tried to fix the retractor and it's not working. The retractor is the thing that allows you to pull out your seatbelt and pl- plug it in. And then when you let, when you unplug it, it rolls it back in. So it's kind of like the fishing reel of your seatbelt system. Some of those have explosive devices in them. And what we do is, is when you have a collision, the... Uh, the airbag module or the black box, you can call it whatever you want, sees the accident and it will explode this small charge in your retractor, which will take your seatbelt and suck you into the seat. So this happens in one-tenth of a blink of of an eye. And so you're going to sit there and no matter what happens to that car, you're going to be in the seat. So you're not going to come out of the seatbelt and this explosion happens within, I don't know, a second after the accident happens, and usually the accidents are certainly longer than a second. So the idea is is there's lots going on here, and he wanted just somebody that was seasoned enough that already knew how to fix all three of his problems, and I told him that's not going to be possible. He talked about going to an electrical-only shop. Folks, there's been lots of electrical-only shops that have come and gone in the Phoenix area. Every aspect of your car is 90% electrical. Everything goes through some kind of circuit, and we're using electronics to do just about everything in your car. But there's not, I'm not, and I don't know anybody that is capable of telling you what's the matter with your TPMS, tire pressure monitoring system, why the light comes on, and why your air conditioning light's blinking, and all you're getting is warm air. We fixed those before, but they might be four or five different reasons we fixed those. On your tire pressure monitoring system, more than likely there's going to be a tire that's low. It's saying that the right front is low, but really it's the right rear. And that's because the last persons that rotated the tires didn't tell the computer that the red tire went to the right rear and the blue tire went to the right front. So it still thinks that that tire is the right front when it's really the right rear. So we have to, when we rotate your tires, we have to kind of tell the computer where everything's at again. So we can just pretend red, white, blue, and black. And so you have four sensors, and for the sake of argument, then we have to tell the computer where they're all at. Most of the time when you have a TPMS light come on, you should check all your tires, all of them. And you should make sure that the inflation is close to what the door sticker says. So if the door sticker says 32 pounds of pressure, you should have pretty close to 32 pounds of pressure. You can go a little higher than that, but you shouldn't go lower than that. So somebody's going to have to figure out, how come? Maybe I have a bad sensor in one of the tires. 
So you take the tire off, you take the tire off the wheel, you look at it, and more than likely the sensor's bad, broken, filled with water, whatever. So you put a new one on, and then you check and see. You say to the car, can you see that? And the car says, yes. Say, fine, we're done. It's likewise, you sh- there's television advertisements out there that talk about take it into your auto parts store, and we have the tools necessary to tell you what it is or what, and I think they use the word might be. It's important to know that they're interested in selling parts. So no matter what the code is, they're going to sell you that part. If it's a mass airflow sensor code, they're going to sell it to you. If it's a coolant temp sensor, they're going to sell it to you. The idea behind that is, is that's not the way car repair works. Most of the time, the code just tells you that your problem is in Ohio and you have to find the city and the street and the house number. In addition to that, the auto parts stores are not capable of running an intake vacuum test, fuel pressure test, looking at tailpipe emissions, looking at O2 sensor settings, looking at a fuel trim. They can't do any of that. And that's all part of the process of diagnosing your car. So, for instance, an O2 sensor talks in a, in a language of 1 to 5 volts. Okay, So the computer only understands numbers, and every single number from every single sensor is 1 through 5, with 1 being low and 5 being high. So the O2 sensor is screaming 1, and the computer says, well, I'd really rather see you bouncing around about 3, 2.5, 3, 3.5, 3, 2.5. I'd rather see you bouncing around in there, but you're just stuck at 1. So they're going to sell you an O2 sensor. But in reality, you have a huge vacuum leak underneath the hood. You have an F-150, and the PCV valve line has collapsed, and you got this big tear in the line, and it's sucking air. And the O2 sensor is reporting exactly what it's seeing. The O2 sensor is seeing a lean condition. It, doesn't, it sees a lot more air than it sees fuel. So the O2 sensor raises its hand and says, Hey, Mark, I've got a problem. I'm going to turn on the light, and you need to find it. So then we go in. And it says, O2 sensor lean. Okay, I can figure that out. So first thing I do is artificially inseminate the motor with fuel. And if I see the O2 sensor go from 1 to 5, hmm, it's still alive. I just tested the parameters of that sensor. So I know it only goes from 1 to 5. So 1 is a whole bunch of air, and 5 is a whole bunch of fuel. And the only two things coming out of the tailpipe is air and fuel anyway. So that's how it works. They're not going to be able to tell you, and they're going to say that based on our studies, you need an O2 sensor. The problem is is their studies are flawed because they sold 100 O2 sensors this week, and only two of them came back. So they assume the rest of them were successes, and that's a faulty assumption. I'll tell you from personal experience that when we have an O2 sensor or an oxygen sensor code, that's what an O2 sensor is, only about 20% of the time is the oxygen sensor defective. Almost all the time, 80% of the time, there's something upstream that's making that oxygen sensor mad. So if the fuel pressure regulator is leaking fuel, then the oxygen sensor is going to go 5555 all day long, from morning till night, from the time you start it up till the time you park it. And you can replace that oxygen sensor until we're all dead. And you're not going to fix the fuel pressure regulator that's leaking raw fuel into the fuel system, into actually the vacuum system or the intake system. So there are those kinds of issues when it comes to diagnosing. But 
spending your time calling shops and saying, what do you think my car is doing when the AC light's flashing and all I get is warm air? The answer you're going to get is, oh, and it's an intermittent problem. The answer is going to be what I told this gentleman. You can wait till it gets worse and easier to find. You can have somebody go in there and start replacing parts on educated guesses. That's going to be a little expensive. Or you can wait till it fails completely, which will make it really easy to find. So keep an eye, keep in mind that the light is yellow. That doesn't mean stop. That means just caution. So that's how it is. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join or if you have a question or if you have an argument between you and your brother, you and your mother, you and your father, then you can give us a call and we'll do the best we can to settle it. 602-508-0960. Here's what you're saying about the Seth Liebson Show. Well, thank you so much, Seth. Love your opening commentary. Just first have to say how incredible you are. I love, love, love your show. <laughs> I'm blushing, but thank you. I love your show. Listening to your show is like going to class. I think you're probably one of the best guys out there, and I recommend people go listen to you. I don't hear any mistakes from you. You're pretty much an A-plus student. Seth, thank you for the show. The best three hours I have during the day. Weekdays at 3 on 960 The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Hi, it's Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot. And you've heard me talk about Preborn. Preborn is the ministry that provides local pregnancy centers with ultrasound machines to help convince women thinking about abortion to keep their baby. It's a fact that 80% of the time women choose to keep the baby after looking at the ultrasound. Without an ultrasound, it's 40%. If you own a business or can make a decision for your business to save 100 babies from abortion, do it right now and I will give you the donation back in advertising on my radio stations. It's a win-win. You save 100 lives and I give you advertising for the equal dollar amount. Work with me at 960 The Patriot. With your help, we can make a life-changing difference to Valley women struggling with a decision about God's greatest gift, the gift of life. Call me, Jim Ryan, at 602-955-9600. That's 602-955-9600. And let's boost your business and choose life at the same time. America's wounded warriors are coming home. After serving on foreign shores, these brave men and women are returning to their families and communities. Many have wounds you can see, and many have wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder, Now that these warriors are back home, they are ready to enter the civilian workforce. To help, Wounded Warrior Project has developed the Warriors to Work program, a career counseling service that helps warriors translate their military experience to the civilian workplace. These extraordinary men and women bring proven world-class job skills 
and a unique perspective on teamwork to the job. And to ensure the right warrior finds the right job, Wounded Warrior Project works with employers to find just the right match. When you hire a Wounded Warrior, you hire an intelligent, talented, and committed new employee. Contact Wounded Warrior Project at findwwp.org. Welcome home the brave. Patriot app tip number six. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more, all on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Twenty-one minutes after the hour of ten o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday from ten to twelve, we're here talking about cars, your cars, your trucks, your boats, stuff like that. If you'd like to join us, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We have two callers on the line. We're going to take Kevin first. Kevin, good morning. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, Mike. Mark, my name's Kevin. I spoke with you last Saturday. I have a two thousand eight Dodge Ram that was having AC problems. Yeah. And uh, I tried what you suggested, and so I am using uh, uh, regenerated air or whatever uh-huh. as opposed to outside air. And it seems like if I'm over 1,500 RPMs, the AC works fine. But if I'm idling or under 1,500, it just blows warm. I thought you had mentioned uh, to m- maybe try and put another can of Freon in. I just wanted to make sure if... If it happens to be free on now, and I try and add it in, uh, can that really uh, damage the uh, compressor? Yeah, yeah, because the Freon circles goes in the circle of the compressor, and we turn it to a vapor, and then it, it goes to a liquid. We turn it to a vapor, and then it goes to a liquid. Well, we can't run liquid refrigerant through the compressor because it's going to try to compress that air. That that you know, it's not liquid at that point; it's a gas. And it can't. We can't compress gas. If if what you're saying is right, I think you're right. I think either you're too full or you're too empty. But whatever you do, if you decide to throw a can of Freon in there, a 10 ounce can of Freon in there, make sure it doesn't have any stop leak in it. Because here's the bad news: you come into my shop and you don't tell us it has stop leak in it, which we would just refuse to service your car. We can't okay. possibly introduce that into our machines that cost four or five thousand. Not too long ago, a guy brought his car in, and they aspirated this stop leak into this machine for $4,000. Well, then they turned around and said to the guy, your car damaged my equipment. So ultimately, the insurance company of the driver of the car settled and paid the shop for the machine because, in fact, his vehicle had damaged. It would be no different than driving your truck into one of our bay doors. It would be your responsibility. So, I, you know, call around and ask somebody if they can suck your Freon off, clean it, and measure it, and then put it back in, and then you pay the difference. Usually, that fee or service, depending on how many ounces of refrigerant you need, um, is between 95 and $125, and you will get exactly the amount of Freon that, that that needs. Now, the only thing you're missing is, does it make any difference on, on freeway speeds or sitting still? If you say it doesn't happen in freeway speeds, it seems to be a much better at freeway speeds than it does just sitting still. Then Correct. That that definitely is a Freon issue. So, again, it's too full. Or it, now, you run a real risk by overfilling it. So yeah. I, I'm going to tell you the real risk is about 25%. 25% of the time you'll cause damage, 20, and 75% of the time you won't. 
but the difference between 25 and 75 is is how much you're putting in it. <laughs> so right. That's what it is. Anyway, well, listen, thanks for calling back. Those are good symptoms, though. Those are good symptoms. That gives everybody a, at least a start. Now, the only other thing that can cause that is a, a bad fan or a bad fan clutch. So if it runs cold at your 60 miles an hour, we don't need the fan at 60. We're pushing air through the grill just fine. So if you say everything's fine at 60 miles an hour, but it warms up when I come to a stop, then I'd be looking at the fan clutch. And most of us gray-haired guys can look at the fan clutch for, in about four minutes and tell you whether it's good or not. So, all righty. Good luck to you, Kevin. Thank you very much for calling. Let's go to Mark. Mark, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yes, hi, Mark. Uh, hi. This is more of a, I'm looking for a recommendation, basically. I uh, I have a 1990 Ford F-150 with uh, 65,000 miles on it, and it, uh, the gaskets, the valve cover gaskets are leaking. So uh, I called another mechanic, but he never returned my call. I guess he didn't want the job. But would you know anybody that uh, you would recommend to do something like that, replace the seals? Or the, 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 there's nothing the special about what you're talking about. Um, it's kind of like uh, um, it, it's 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 just basic for any good technician. I mean, your your F-150 on a one to ten scale is a two compared to some of these Hondas and Toyotas that w- they'll pay eight hundred dollars labor to get to the valve cover. Wow! So your valve covers. You know, there's a lot of guys that could do those in their sleep. So here's okay. the problem. You need to have them agree with your diagnosis. What's the problem? That That's it. They need to agree with your diagnosis. Oh, so okay. you, you gotcha. can go in there and say, replace the valve cover gaskets, and then they do that. And then you come back and say, I still got the same leak. And the shop says, we didn't diagnose the leak. You did. So that's I would just simply point. take it in and say to them, take a look at the, I've got an oil leak. And let's pretend that it's a, is it a V8 in your F-150? Yeah, it's the 5.0. Okay. So is it on the driver's side, is the, is, the, is the leak in the front of the valve cover or behind the valve cover? Same way on the passenger side. Is it in front of it or behind it? Do you know idea where the, the leak is? Yeah, I did because I went down there. I tried to tighten up some of, the, some of the bolts to see if it was just loose. And they are loose, but it's leaking out of the back rear on both sides. Okay, and that could be the intake manifold, too, and that could be an oil pressure switch. I don't think your oil pressure switch is back there. GMs have them back there. Yours is probably at the oil filter housing, but you just need them to agree. So what we do is we put dye in it, and it turns the dye. The dye is fluorescent orange, fluorescent green. We go drive it around the block three times, come back. We get our black light and our funny goggles, and we go in the back, and boop, there we got water running out of or oil running out of both valve covers. But what part of town do you live in? Uh, I live off the, uh, well, I'm, I'm new out here, so I'm, I get spun around. But I'm out on uh, off the 101 and uh, Scottsdale Road. Way north. Way north. Yeah, north. Okay. Well, I don't mind driving. Hey, listen, I don't mind. Okay. I go well, I'd, I'd probably go see Blackwell at 40th and Greenway. And, uh, Blackwell? You can call, yeah, Blackwell, 40th and Greenway. And you just say, hey, you know. Can you give me an estimate to check out and replace the valve covers on my da-da-da-da Ford? And I'd like to bring it to you so that you can verify it, and I'll already have the estimate. And then if, you know, everything's kosher, I'm going to say go ahead. Sounds great. Okay, Mark, thank thank you very much. You're welcome. 
There's lots of good shops in town. Let me tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange. Phil's been around since 1968. Phil worked on trans- automatic transmissions when they first hit the market. Phil's been from Fred Flintstone all the way to these brand new electronically controlled transmissions that look at 20 different inputs in order to know when to shift, how to shift, and 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 then hold that the gear depending on the load of the transmission. So today it's a lot more different it's a lot different diagnosing a transmission than it was years ago years ago it was one of five things on a on a gm or a ford or a chrysler transmission today you can take the pan off and it's so full of metal that you know that the entire unit's got to come out and be disassembled and washed before we can even determine what's wrong with it that's going to be an overhaul anyway so phil's been around a long time if you ever drive up and down Washington, there at 40th Street in Washington, his sign's been there for many, many years. He's a good guy. He knows what he's talking about. And as with all transmission shops, if you can make it happen, then insist on somebody taking a ride with you. If you can't make it happen, then at least you can tell them what when it normally happens. Cold, hard. Hot, fast, slow, heavy throttle, light throttle. Um, it only does it uh, at 60 miles an hour, and it shimmies and stuff like that. That's what's important. So that's Automatic Transmission Exchange at 40th Street in Washington. The phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to call us and ask a car question, you can, 602-508-0960. If you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, 888 9696. Those of you who are on the internet, 888-960-9696. Every Saturday, the Mark Salem is here from 10 to 12 answering your car questions. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. On April 5th, don't miss The Best of Enemies, starring Academy Award nominee Taraji P. Henson. I play Anne Atwater, a civil rights activist who was able to approach hate with love. And Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell. All the better you don't get my way. Well, I'm going to get in your way. If you change one heart, you can change the world. I have a Bible. And then you ought to know, same God made you, made me. The Best of Enemies, based on the untold true story. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. In theaters April 5th. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, March 24, Mayor Jolovitz will host Dr. Martin Sherman, founder and executive director of the Israel Institute for Strategic Studies. His topic will be the coming Israeli elections. How can so many be on the wrong side of right? This show is not to be missed. That's Middle East Radio Forum, 
Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? <laughs> it's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? GreenerGadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. All about that demon automobile. 34 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. Mark Salem here every Saturday from 10 to noon talking about car and car repair questions and problems. Larry Harker's Auto is at 38th and Indian School. Why is that important? Larry, and it's actually Bob, he runs the shop. He's probably one of the best diagnosticians that I've ever met in my life. He is just really good. You can wave that flag or that red cape in front of him and he'll chase down your problem. Now, it's not going to be cheap. But the guy can do what a lot of other guys can't do. And I would dare say that as far as the diagnostic process, I know very few people that are better than he is, and I don't know that I'm as good as he is. But anyway, 38th Avenue in Indian Schools, Larry Harker's Auto, Bob and Ellen run and operate it. You'll meet Ellen when you go in the front door, and Bob is in the shop. Let's go to the phones real quick, and the first caller is another Mark. Mark, how can I help you? Well, Hi. Hi. Hey, yeah, I heard I heard from your uh, call screener, or however you call that guy. That, that that's pretty unusual. It's been like fifteen years, and you haven't had two marks in a row. No, so, well, hey, you, well, there's three marks now because there's the first yeah. one, the second one, and, and <laughs> the third one. Yeah, that's Gil. He's the one that makes this show look like it is. So he takes <laughs> all my bad words out, and he t- misses my I, when I miss my break. He covers for me, but he's the he's called the engineer, and he's the one that answers the mm. phones. So his name's Gil. Anyway, tell me about your problem. Okay, and, and everybody on the air, I just listened to that commercial, and it, it does work. You put that greener gadget org in, and sure enough, you, you can find out where to recycle your electronics. Yep, yep that's, that's pretty cool. cool. So, hey, you were talking about yellow and red and yellow's caution. So that just happened in our life, so I thought I'd let you know uh, that check engine light is yellow. Uh-huh. And it comes on, and you drive the car a few times, and it goes off. So... 
and something like that, you can ignore it, right? You you can. Here, here's the problem. There is this monitor with deep within the bowels of your computer, and the monitor yeah. monitor monitors all the inputs and outputs. It's like a teacher having a, an auditorium full of a thousand kids. So the monitor isn't going to clean that code off the memory until it sees so many days, so many hours, so many stops, so many starts, so many hot starts and cold starts. You'll never make yeah. it through emissions. So you'll have to get it fixed by then. But the check engine light, the code would help us because we would at least know if it's fuel or spark or compression or transmission or cooling system. So do you guys... You, you technicians can see the code that's been erased. It's still stored internally. No, we can. We we have fancy monitors that are much more fancier than those little cigarette packs at the auto parts store where the three weeks yeah. whiskered kids using. No, we have that go in and it's we say, hey, has the fuel uh, has the O2 sensor monitor been reset? No, it hasn't. Okay, well then we got to go find out why it hasn't been reset. Okay. It's really funny when you drive those cars during this monitor reset. It takes two people. The first one tells the driver what to do. Start the car, drive it 35 miles an hour for 7 minutes, 7 to 10 minutes. Then stop the car, cycle the key on. Now, you have to do this out on the Indian Reservation because you can't do it anywhere else. (laughs) So, literally, it's that kind of a thing. Now, most of the time we tell people, the monitor hasn't reset. It'll it'll reset in two weeks. Just keep driving the car. Drive it every day and it'll reset because you're going to hit all those marks. But in your particular case... I would just have the code. You can go to auto parts store and have them read the code. Just take note of it, and they're going to give you a piece of You know, it's even easier than that. We have okay. insurance that you drive by the mile, so you have to plug into this uh, same place that you guys plug into, their their tracking device. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it tells you when you log into your insurance dashboard, it says, hey, you've got an engine code. And, and it was like a P014, and it had something to do with the O2 sensor. Gee, okay. coincidental, huh? But well, it just it, went away over a few driving cycles. It could have easily been something in the fuel or spark system that was a temporary problem. Or maybe the O2 sensor never warmed up because you went someplace where it's cold. Or it didn't warm up appropriately based on historical stuff. So it's it's okay to drive it. That's the first question you ask. And second yeah. is I'd probably address mm-hmm. this at least 30 days before your next emissions test. Okay. Especially if it happens more than once, that it comes on and disappears. It's well, a it's, recurring issue. We can we have a we have a code that's not a hard code. You're talking about a soft code. We can still track yeah. those down. We don't need the computer to talk to us. We just go in and look at the O2 sensor and say, "What are what aren't you seeing?" We create uh, we two huge parameters. We, we we create a lean condition and it better talk lean. We create a rich condition and it better talk rich. All of a sudden, it hits those two parameters. Okay, we'll go look somewhere else. We have to look upstream. So that's how it works. Anyway, thanks very much, Mark. Thank you very much. Dan, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, good morning. I um, have an 06 F-150. Luckily, I got the air conditioning compressor replaced before it grenaded inside the system. Good. Uh, He got it... uh, sucked down. He, the guy's really conscientious about making sure to get a good vacuum before he recharges it. Also, he found the fan clutch was bad at it. Well, okay. the thing will freeze you out in town, does a great job, you get on the freeway and it progressively the the flow gets less and less because it's starting to freeze up. 
Uh, I've gone through this for a while. I was wondering if the fan clutch does not cycle, will that cause the system to freeze up? In other words, no. it stays engaged all the time. No, no, no. Um, okay. The all fan right. clutch. Um, the fan clutch is supposed to pull air through the AC condenser and the radiator. Okay. Yep. The fan clutch is normally disengages over 35, 45 miles an hour because you're running through the wind so fast. We don't need the fan to suck. Yep. So, so if it was the other way around where I'm on the freeway and it's blowing ice cold, it blows snow out of the vents, Mark, but around town it gets warm, fan clutch. Those are classic symptoms of a fan or a fan clutch problem. But I don't agree with the symptoms you spread out that that's going to be a fan clutch problem because... It, 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 it's around town, the temperature's closer to three quarters. And when I get in the freeway, it goes down to a half plus. Well, that's classic fan clutch issues. So I, I'm not quite sure that I agree that what you have is fan clutch. I, I think it would more likely be um, a Freon issue or an orifice tube that wasn't the right color or something like that. And now you pull a purple one out, and you better put a purple one back in, but the guy before you pulled a yellow one out, and he didn't have a yellow one, so he put a purple back in, so everybody makes the same stupid mistake as we go down the line. That so, gives me something to deal with going back to him. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, you betcha. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. you got one in five chance to be there. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents Half-Off Tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half-off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half-off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, 
others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty, something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities, one detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Forty-four minutes after the hour of ten o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. The lines are wide open if you'd like to call us and ask us a car question. We're going to be on the air for another fifteen to eighteen minutes. So if you, and then we'll be after that, we'll be the next hour from eleven to twelve. We're going to be doing the same thing. So if you like to join us, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight, and then of course our radio station is zero nine sixty. So give us a call and we'll help you out the best we can. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is one of the best diesel shops in town. Nate and his staff are really, really good with Chevy, Dodges, and Fords. Anytime that you need or you have a problem that nobody else seems to fix or nobody else wants to try and you have a diesel, then Strictly Diesel would be a great place to go. They're on south of I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. They sell parts 24 hours a day on their website, and you can get more information about Strictly Diesel if you go to Mark's best car repair shops list click on diesels and we'll tell you just about everything you need to know but he does everything but it's also important that foreign and domestic and the key word here is light diesel trucks so he doesn't do the big dogs he does the light diesel trucks years and years ago 602-508-0960 years and years ago when i first started on radio um there wasn't a whole lot of car guys in anywhere. I started in 1988, and it was just kind of question and answer. We've kind of fine-tuned it now where we say to the caller, you know, you're making model of your vehicle and tell us what the symptoms are. It's not productive time to talk about what the three-whiskered kid at the auto parts store said or what somebody said on the internet. It's more important just to get a give and take. Here's a good example. I have a vibration in my car. And I say, well, is it speed-related? Yes. So it starts at, oh, it starts at 20, okay. And when does it get the worst? Oh, it's really bad at 70, okay. Does it shake the steering wheel left or right? No. Does it shake in the seat of your pants? Yes. The problem's in the back of the car. It could be a tire that's become, the treads become separated so the the tire is no longer flat all the way around. It has a big egg on it where we have air in between the different layers of the tire. And what you just described is classic symptoms for a tire separation, but it could also be a tire that's terribly out of balance, or it could be something else. But whatever it is, it's spinning on the back end of the car. Sometimes they'll say it shakes the whole car, and that could very well be a back problem, a back end vibration, if it shakes the whole car. Usually on the front of the car, it just shakes the steering wheel. But those are the kinds of things. And you save yourself a lot of diagnostic money if you can answer those questions. But if you walk in and say, on Tuesday, my air conditioning doesn't work. Thank you very much, Mrs. Joan. Let me have your key. Okay, we'll call you. That's really not the kind of conversation you want to have. 
So it's more the shop should ask you more about it. The shop should investigate it while you're there. The shop should say, can you show me? It's Tuesday. Or why don't you bring it back on Tuesday and let me see what what's going on. So those are the kinds of things that your shop should be doing. And I would say 75% of the shops out there already do it because we understand the importance of two-way communication. Um, there was this lady that came in for a gas leak. She had a gas smell. And we looked at that car three or four times. We couldn't find anything, anything at all. And she said it was really bad when she gets up in the morning. We had it overnight. We could smell the gas leak, but it went away quickly, and we could never find it. We pressurized the cooling system and stuff. So about the third time she brought the car in, we said, can, can you, you know, we don't have a key to the trunk. Can we check the trunk? And she says, no, no, there's nothing in there. So we finally identified that it was coming from the trunk position. So we took the back seat out of it and we, with a long screwdriver. We opened up the latch and pop, popped the trunk. She had a styrofoam cooler in there and a gallon of gas that had spilled that had been left in the styrofoam cooler. So obviously the back trunk area had gas. There wasn't much gas, but it was a significant smell. And we also found some old clothes that we're pretty sure she was going to take to Goodwill or something like that. And in those old clothes was some underwear. So I think she was just embarrassed uh, about, you know, us getting into the trunk. So what we did is (laughs) there are lots of women in my organization. My wife works there, my daughter works there, and we've had female service writers before. The women were looking at us thinking, what are these guys going to do? Well, it was a dilemma. I mean, what the heck do you do? And so what we decided to do, based on the input from the ladies, is just say, clean up the trunk. We can't put anything back there. We have to throw everything away, but she'll probably not know. We'll clean up the trunk, and we'll tell her that we found a loose clamp back by the gas tank. <laughs> and so that's what we did. <laughs> we just told her. And she came back and, you know, had service year after year after year. But that's what we told her. And and that was the path of least resistance, trust me, because there was none of us that wanted to talk to her about a can of gas in a styrofoam cooler and all of her clothes stinking like gasoline. We weren't going to go there. But those are the kinds of things. We also have all kinds of things. We had a lady the other day that pulled into the shop, and she said, my car is meowing. So we put it up on the lift, and we could hear the meows, and we dropped the transmission cover the, the shroud and, and the skid plate, so to speak, underneath the transmission, and then there's three little baby cats there. So we took them out. We found a cardboard box. We gave them some old rags we had that were clean, put the kittens in there, handed them back to her because we're, we're not going to adopt the three kids at the shop, the three kittens at the shop. And the question there she had to deal with is, is she worked across the street at, uh, I think it's called Allied Signal, or it used to be called Allied Signal Honeywell. It's Honeywell now. But she lived in East Mesa. So the question is, is did those baby cats come from work or home? And I think she was going to try to do her best to see if she could find the mother. But those are the kinds of, of stuff we've had. We, we've had all kinds of other stuff. I'll tell a story about myself. <clears throat> we had um, a heck of a snowstorm up here in Payson. And the wind was blowing from all kinds of different directions. And at our place, the snow was between two and three feet deep. So when I got in my truck and I knew that the 260 had been plowed and I had already plowed my driveway out to the street, I was going to head south and go to Phoenix. But once I got past the casino and, and I'm heading south, the truck's vibrating and the faster I go, the worse it is. So I really don't have a clue as to what's going on with my truck. So I get down to Rye and I pull off 
and I'm looking for a tread separation on my tires. I'm looking at all kinds of stuff, and I I just I don't understand. Uh, I checked the tires, see if any one of them was flat, and and the four duallys in the back didn't. So I drove it a little bit more, but the vibration was substantial. It just shook the whole truck. So I pulled off to the side of the road, and I walked around, and my dual wheels, the outer wheels, had been packed with snow. And I thought, I'll bet that's it. So I didn't have anything to dig it out, so I kind of walked around the side of the road, and I found some sticks, and I just started digging out the ice and the snow because the entire dual wheel was covered in snow. Once I did that, the vibration went from a 100 to a 4. And so at that point, I'm thinking to myself, I need to melt the rest of the ice. So I started dragging my brakes. I think I was thinking that if I get the rear rotors hot enough, <laughs> then the heat will be generated to the wheel and knock it off. But in reality, by the time I'd driven 20 miles, then the truck was back to normal. We've got a caller, and who might that be? That would be Lenny. Glenny? Lenny. Lenny. Good morning, Lenny. How are you? Good morning, Mark. Fine. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I, this is a day for stories, and I got one you, I'm sure you'd appreciate. Okay. Uh, I'm, I've got a uh, O2 Buca Saber, and I have a vanity license plate, a personalized license plate, okay? Okay. And about three years ago, I'm going east on Shea Boulevard. Now, Shea Boulevard is the divided six lanes traffic. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm going east, and around almost the third sixth street, the light change that goes to red and all the traffic stops. So I'm in the inside lane of a three-lane east. I wait for the wait for light change. I look at the guy's plate in front of me, and it's my last name. My last name. <laughs> okay? Okay. Now, you have to appreciate that. He or I could have been any one of the three lanes in a combination. I just happened to be in, in back of him. Yeah. And I had to go to red, stop the traffic, for him to give it, get the chance to see it. Amazing. I'm not done with the story. And about two years ago, I'm coming out, and there's a small stopping center. And the stop is stopped by a red light, and there's a little white car in front of me. I'm waiting for him to clear. And while I'm waiting for him to clear, I look at his, his license plate, and it's about my first name, Lenny. Oh, wow. Did you go buy a lottery Isn't that amazing? ticket? No. It's you should amazing. have. It's incredible. For happen to a person one time in his lifetime it is amazing, but to have a second time in the first lifetime is amazing. Anyway, I went through ADOT and I went on the internet and tried to find a number of cars could allowable to have an anti plate. It turns out to be about, in the state, about 1,600,000 people would be eligible for a vanity license plate. Yeah. So I picked up my last name and my first name in my lifetime. Uh, I think that's an incredible story. I tell a story people because I'm looking for somebody who's a mathematics professor to come up with an equation find out what this truly is as far as the chances. That's why you should have bought it. Next time that happens, you need to go get the lottery ticket because good things happen in threes. So you saw your first name, then you saw your last name, then you saw your first name, and then you go buy a lottery ticket, and then pretty soon Lenny's rolling in the dough. So, right, and this, at this point in my life, I need it, too, because the stock market's been not been, not been, not been, not been Lenny. Lenny, this yes. the last thing you want me to do is give you uh, financial advice. So I'm I'm oh, a car no, guy, no. but you know oh. I leave the financial advice to to Paul, who's been around our company for years, and 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 here's what I say to him, lady, but don't tell anybody. I say to him, you better invest my money where you invest yours, because I'm going to ask you to see your portfolio and whatever stocks, bonds, annuities you've got yours in. You better have mine in. So. 
so far he's been our he's been our lead guy in our financial side and handles our 401k as well and frankly he's done a good job for renee and i and the kids but he tells me every once in a while when are you going to come check me and i usually check him once a year and i said well i'm going to do it sooner or later but anyway thank you lenny thank you that for, for that very much 602-508-0960 we got another call yes that would be ron ron good morning to you yeah, good morning. Uh, how are you, Mark? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Good. I'm calling you from my F-150 Ford pickup that uh, that I took into the Salem Boys, and they did a fantastic job of fixing a very serious electrical problem that I had. And Daniel took great care of me, and I, I just wanted to call in and tell you how much I appreciated the uh, uh, your staff and your your facility is absolutely amazingly beautiful and clean, and everybody was so professional. So I really appreciated it. Wanted to call in and thank you personally. Thank you. Now we need to make sure that everybody knows you're not related to me. No, no, okay. no. All right. I I, um, I've been a long time listener, and I had never been in because I'd always had uh, uh, newer trucks, and I had uh, you know I had warranty on sure. my trucks. Uh, the dealer. Uh, but I, I decided I sold my company, and I decided to retire, and I uh, thought, oh, well, I'm going to keep this truck. It's been a really nice truck. And I, and suddenly, um, an electrical problem started. I take the key out of the ignition, and the engine was still running. Oh, I know that truck. And that, then you open the was... door, and you open the the driver's door and the engine shuts off yep 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 it you had to open really the door to get the engine to die yep yep yeah it was really a weird thing yep. and when i went to the dealer with it they fiddled around with it they kept it all day and never could figure they said we don't know we don't have a clue what to do so okay well there you go eddie Here. who just celebrated his 30th year with me as a matter of fact i'm gonna tell you a real quick story we had a big party for him the other day and in front of the entire staff, I gave him a marriage certificate that says Mark Salem is the bride, Eddie Caruso is the husband, and the Reverend Al Sharpton married us. And I handed it to him saying, you and I have been married for 30 years, and I thought my wife was going to kill me. Nevertheless, it was Eddie Caruso. He is a Ford guy. And when we come back on the other side of the hour here, I'll tell you what the fix was and what caused the problem. And to be perfectly honest with you, Eddie's the only one in our shop that could have figured that out. It's not that he's smarter than everybody else, but he's a Ford guy. So he really knows Fords inside and out. He wouldn't know how to, to change the oil on an Audi. Nevertheless, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We'll be back.